My name is Carl Carafel, and I am alongside the curator of topics, Mighty Joe, and welcome to another episode of Turnbuckle Talk. Mighty Joe, so much to go through here this week. This is exciting. I've said it before, I'll say it again. It is a good time to be a fan of professional wrestling. Yeah, man, and it's good to have my actual namesake back. Uh, for those who do pay attention to what we do over on Love Wrestling, I was on the Blowing Off stream on Saturday, and when I inputted my name in for, for the show, well, the J and the H are right next to each other on the keyboard, and I accidentally hit the H. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I will apparently forever be known as the mighty piece of farm equipment. Um, wow. But uh, I digress on that. But yeah, man, it's uh, there's a lot to talk about in the world of professional wrestling. Lots of exciting things to go on. So I will let you introduce what we got going on here. Because like I said, there's you said there's a fair amount to cover. There definitely is. So a lot of this stuff we may be going through super quick. Some of this stuff I will divulge that we have not seen fully, but we are going to talk about the best that we possibly can for these. And we're going to start with something that is a little foreign to a lot of people. Triple A. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Triple Mania 29. We just went through... Witness that, my goodness, Joe, this this was a banger, you know what, to be honest, from beginning to end, as most Lucha Libre shows are, this was absolutely fantastic, from trios matches to 12-man matches to champion versus champion matches, just craziness going on here and, and and a really nice eclectic mix of you know the the lucha libre wrestling along with um you know north american wrestling and men and women and all over the place and mind blown dude for sure it definitely appeared to be a pretty solid show from front to back um in full transparency i did not watch the entire show i, I did kind of like fast forward through like no, no 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 I didn't like skip past but just like like kind of like moved quickly through to get to essentially what, what was the main event for the show that's that was the main attraction for myself and of course mm-hmm. for that we were talking about uh, the defending champion Kenny Omega with Conan um, versus Andre El Idolo with a surprise there uh, it was of course for the AAA Mega Championship which I believe is their their main title, if I'm not mistaken, I'm a little bit behind on my AAA stuff. I haven't I watched it is, yep. in quite a long time. But Andrade did have a big surprise with him there. And as everybody is well aware, I am a fan of the big surprise. And um, boy, was this ever one. Um, I believe his first appearance in Mexico, we're talking about the greatest of all time, in my personal opinion, and several opinions as well, Mr. Ric Flair showed up. That is uh, significant uh, whenever the Nature Boy shows up anywhere, especially when it's outside of the WWE, which uh, this was definitely the case. I'm going to get this out right off the bat so that we can get this out of the way. I had somebody ask me a question. Uh, what if? Okay, so for those of you that don't know, Charlotte Flair actually missed a WWE show to be backstage for this matchup with Andrade, uh, with her dad, Ric Flair, at ringside. Now, the what if comes from our good friend Bubba Duke, who asks, what if Andrade had won and Charlotte had made her way out to the ring to celebrate what would have happened? What kind of repercussions do you think we could have seen? So, Joe, I want to get your quick take on that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, tell me what you think about that question. So I think that that was clearly avoided. Not necessarily the the win, but as far as I'm aware, uh, Charlotte's contract does keep her exclusive to WWE, especially when it comes to appearances. So if she mm-hmm. would have uh, been seen on camera... Um, Outside of maybe like if they maybe showed her in the audience, I think maybe she would have been okay. But if it would have been like on the main camera, I think that would definitely qualify as a breach of contract. Um, yeah. Now whether that's because that's a pretty hot uh, topic and something we can have on the side here of what's going on with, with her, uh, given that she has essentially missed a show to be in attendance. That's not out of the ordinary, um, but I mean. 
I would be very much interested in seeing her having a, a run outside of the WWE, you know, whether it be with the NWA, um, AEW, uh, Mexico as well. I mean, she could really, I think she would definitely be a name that a lot of people would be sure. interested in. Um, it, it's an interesting thing because both her and her dad, or sorry, both her dad and her, her fiance to be there are, are spreading their wings elsewhere. She's the only one left in WWE kind of, uh, doing her thing. So it, it's interesting to see what uh, could possibly become of that. You know, once contract times come up, which I don't know when for her, I, I could very well see her at the very, very least, Carl, uh, explore options, you know, listen, at least listen to offers from other places because I mean, she would be foolish not to. Would she not? Uh, what I can see happening here is that the WWE is just biding their time and that at some point when there is a little bit of a slip up, that is going to be their way for them to say goodbye, mm. Charlotte Flair. Uh, considering, yeah, like you said, Andrade is now gone. Ric Flair is gone from the company. She's the only Flair that is left there. So, I mean, sure, maybe she draws some money, um, you know, we know that one of our friends, Mr. Vickery, uh, there with the HTM Podcast Network, he, yep. uh, he he loves his Sharshar. I get it, but maybe we'll see Sharshar somewhere else. And if we don't, I'm okay with that. Really good question. Thank you, Bubba Duke, for uh, for asking that a little earlier before the show came on, and I'm glad you did so that we could uh, we could really discuss that a little bit here for you. Um, yeah, the Kenny Omega and Andrade match, uh, super fantastic. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I want to talk a little bit here as well about this champion versus champion match for the AAA championship and the impact knockouts championship. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo defeating uh, Fabi Apache. Uh, so now becoming a belt collector of her own, mm -hmm. holding now the AAA Women's Championship as well as the Impact Knockouts Championship. Deanna Perrazzo is one of those names that from the very beginning when I saw her, I said, this girl has got something and she is going to go somewhere. And I am absolutely ecstatic that it is not within the WWE that she is going somewhere to show other women and other people that you don't have to be part of the conglomerate to make a great name for yourself, hold championships, and make money. Yeah, no, absolutely. You definitely nailed it with that. Um, also, Carl, we did, um, we wanted to talk about this in JPW, New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence show that did not happen in Japan. It happened over in Los Angeles. Um, but I will let you introduce it because I am stepping slightly on my t on your toes here. You Carl. you you just you did you introduced it. Go for it. Talk about it. I apologize. Um, happened in Los Angeles. This was they did a lot of business on the show here, Carl. I guess maybe that's why I, I hopped in because I'm excited to talk about this particular one. So again, I do apologize for stepping on the host's toes here. But dude, this was a really really good show, top to bottom. We, we featured as in traditional New Japan style, leading off with a lot of the the young lions, which are in this particular case out of the LA Dojo. You know, Alex uh, Coughlin, Carl Fredericks. Um, we even had uh, Fred Rosser, Ren Narita, TJP, Rocker Romero, Wheeler, Yuda, who's been making a big uh, name for himself recently. And then we started to get into like the really kind of cool stuff here, Carl. We had Juice Robinson versus Hikaleo, which those of you who maybe are not aware is um, one of the sons of Haku. Um, yeah. So some really, really good stuff there. That was a great match. <laughs> um, the next one I, I want to not say too much about because it's actually going to be my match of the the week for this week, so I will skip past it. Just for it. Yep. Yep. Um, so we're uh, then talking about the the surprise for the evening. For the we had a tag team match between the Good Brothers, Carl Anderson and Doc Gallows, and John Moxley in a surprise partner who ended up being uh, a previous opponent in Mr. Eugene Nagata. That ended up being really, really good. That was a really good, solid tag team match. Um, then we had uh, Jay White defeating uh, David Finley um, for the Never Open Weight Championship. He successfully defended that. Um, Jay White appears that he's going to be doing a lot of stuff with New Japan North America. He's essentially saying, you know what, I'm 
gonna like basically go after everything. So that was really, really cool. And then <laughs> for the main event here, Carl, for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship, Hiroshi Tanahashi defeating Lance Archer. Um, that's a big deal. And um, yeah. Now, of course, Tanahashi is a is a Grand Slam champion. He's held every title in New Japan Pro Wrestling, so that was a really, really cool thing. Uh, after the match, Lance Archer uh, essentially given Hiroshi Tanahashi props, you know, saying that his previous matchups with him were some of his favorite of his career, uh, saying that, you know, the next time that he defends that championship that Archer wants a rematch and he wants it specifically in AEW. So we will definitely be seeing Tanahashi competing in an AEW ring because he's promising Lance Archer to make that happen. Uh, they had a wow. back and forth there, Tanahashi actually speaking English, uh, which was really, really cool as well. And uh, Archer then uh, leaving uh, Tanahashi in the middle of the ring and uh, Tanahashi saying thank you to the fans in English. So it was just, it was really, really cool. They, they, they set up a lot of future business with this show, Carl, uh, and just really great to see. Uh, we had a nice little... Um, size audience of just over 2000 uh, at the um, the torch la coliseum there in los angeles so it was a really well done show and for me just accomplished a lot because we set up a lot of the kind of things going forward so really well done for this uh, essentially uh, new japan north america show that was actually <laughs> with all the personnel involved it's essentially co-promoted with ring of honor impact wrestling ollie wrestling major league wrestling new japan pro wrestling uh talent involved Wow, uh, I said a lot there because a lot happened. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's absolutely fantastic. Cool. Like I said at the beginning of the show, it's a good time to be a fan of professional wrestling right now. It's a good time for you to branch out and witness some other stuff besides the conglomerate that is out there. And I'm sure you will not be disappointed as we have not been disappointed with uh, Resurgence and fans at Resurgence, as well as Triple Mania 29 with fans in attendance, absolutely amazing that the fans are all able to start coming back to the shows. It has been glorious to see that. The The only company that I've seen so far, now correct me if I'm wrong, because I think you watch a little bit of Ring of Honor as well, that they seem to be really one of the only major companies that is still choosing to do shows without a, without a crowd. An interesting choice. Uh, it's definitely setting them apart from everybody else, but I think it's also having them lag behind a little bit. So curious and, and anxious to see uh, when we'll have fans back in the tents for Ring of Honor shows because, I mean, the audience is a big part of the Ring of Honor experience, Carl. It definitely is. For the longest time, I didn't think that it was really going to matter too, too much because all I wanted was some amazing professional wrestling, which, yes, during 2020 and the early part of 2021, we did get, but... I was starting to miss the fans, to be honest with you. Yep. Now, I will say that I have not been keeping up too much on my Ring of Honor lately, so I'm not 100% sure if they do have fans back in attendance or not. But even if they don't, I mean, still, Ring of Honor puts on a good show no matter what. So, again, YouTube, people. YouTube will get you a plethora of professional wrestling that is out there for you to watch. It is absolutely fantastic. This is this is great, and I love this. I love being able to talk about wrestling. It's just fantastic that we have all of this to be able to talk about it. It is absolutely amazing to be able to do. Let's talk some more professional wrestling here. Like we said, we were going to go through quickly those two pay-per-views because, one, I did not get to see uh, Resurgence, and I only got to see part of uh, Triple Mania. Mm -hmm. Joe got to watch uh, pretty much the entirety of Resurgence yeah. and only the main event from Triple A Mania. So we tag-teamed that one, brother. Absolutely. All right. Now we're going to move on to something that a lot of people are really talking about and, and just... <sighs> Weird speculations and weird things coming Ooh. from this right now. It's just kind of kind of odd, but we're talking SummerSlam. Yes. Now SummerSlam will be happening on a Saturday, mm -hmm. which is instead unusual. of the Sunday, yep. 
which is really different. It's it's absolutely different for that to happen. And the NXT pay-per-view is going to be on the Sunday. So WWE really throwing a monkey wrench into things there. Uh, I don't know why, but uh, maybe they feel that more people will watch on the Saturday because the Sunday you have to go back to work on Monday. That could very well be. But August 21st is coming up to SummerSlam. Now, I got to ask you, Joe, are you excited for SummerSlam? So, uh, I, 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 I so pre- I'm I, taking that as a no. I, I want to I preface this because I, I, like, I want the show to be good because, I, I, yep. because it's, it's number one, it's on my birthday. August 21st is... Uh, the birthday for Mighty Joe. Uh, our friends Spencer Love and Mr. Joseph Poulin Jr. will actually be in attendance there as well. So hoping for them that it'll be a good show because they're traveling, you know, especially JPJ is traveling a long way to come to see the show all the way from Massachusetts. So, but having said that here, Carl, um, the first thing you had mentioned NXT being the Sunday show, a very puzzling decision considering that Vince is currently looking at essentially making NXT pure developmental again. So this just doesn't really reflect that direction, which is kind of confusing for, for my end here. And um, I mean, we let even our podcast here, we let off with AAA and New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, all That's the stuff right. outside the WWE seems to be stealing a lot of the attention. Um, there, there are some good matchups on SummerSlam here, but um, admittedly, you know, I do not watch the the product on a regular basis, so that's my fault. But I just I, I don't really have a whole lot of emotional investment in really any of this, except for maybe um, Cena and uh, Roman Reigns. I mean, that's a matchup okay. I'm interested in. So I'm I'm gonna run through uh, the card here super quick. Then, and what I want you to do, Mighty Joe, is I want you to give me a care or don't care when we talk about sure. this. But before I run through this card, Bubba Duke. Hello, brother. Thank you very much again for your question at the very beginning of the show that we had there. Absolutely fantastic. If you were not able to see it, catch the replay when it happens and you will get to hear your question being asked live. Anyone else that is out there, our amazing fans and supporters, thank you so much. And if any of you have questions, always make sure that you send them over to us at TB Talk Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Now let's get into the card for SummerSlam 2021. And like I said, Mighty Joe, just give me a care or don't care. First matchup that they have listed in no particular order, I assume. I'm taking this from Wikipedia. We're going to have Nikki A.S.H., the champion, versus Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley in a triple threat match for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. Not so much not caring. I'm not totally stoked for the match, but I will watch it. Okay, that's a little longer than care and don't care. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's honestly Next, how I we feel. have got right no no i get it i get it's hard it's hard just to say care or don't care because there's so many different emotions that are running through all of that 100 i get it it's 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 definitely hard bubba duke on there as well he cares about this matchup and i know he does because he is a fan of nikki ash as well he's he's kind of a fan of Rhea ripley too so it's it's been uh, it's been really good for him for the build-up for this here next matchup we've got is a singles matchup for the wwe universal championship roman reigns with paul Heyman going up against john cena we already know that mighty joe has said that this one he actually has an, uh, a little bit of a vested interest in yep. this one yep I'll, I'll yeah. do, I'll and do. you know what i do i do too I, i'm not a cena fan i'm not a roman reigns fan but yep. this matchup i think is going to be great yep it's definitely one that i'm interested in uh, i i hope it ends the show off it's it's uh, it should be their main event but it is wwe so knowing them they might lead off with that match it's very possible Next in the list here, we have got a singles match for the WWE Championship of the World. We have got Bobby Lashley with MVP going up against Goldberg. Joe, care or don't care? 
That says it all. For those of you that are listening to this, he is just simply shaking his head and saying, nope, 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 nope. They just dumped a whole bunch of talent, and now we have Goldberg in a title match. I don't care. Sorry. Not sorry. Our good friend Bubba Duke says he doesn't care either. You know what? I am in that exact same boat. I I do actually like Bobby Lashley. Sure. I, I, I do. I think okay. he's a good worker. I think he always has been. But to throw Goldberg in there is pure and utter bullshit. <laughs> Plain English, I said it. Yep. Let's move on to the next matchup. We've got a tag team match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. The Usos taking on Rey Mysterio. And Dominic Mysterio, father-son duo going for the tag team championships. Mighty Joe care or don't care? I like all the individuals in the matches in that in that match, but it's it's happened so many times. I've seen it a few times now. I really I'm done kind of done with it. I, I and I, I love the Usos. I think they're one of the best tag teams on the planet, but I have zero emotional investment. Just like Bubba Duke, I actually kind of care about this matchup. I know that we have seen it numerous times, whether it be singles competition, whether it be in tag team competition as well. But I'm hoping that this is going to be the final out, that this is going to just be it. That whether, you know, the Mysterios win or lose, that one way or another, we're going to move on to different storylines. That's what I'm hoping Next up on this list, we have got singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. My goodness, we have got Bianca Belair, the champion, taking on Sasha Banks. This looks like it is going to be a great, intense matchup. I care about this one. Mighty Joe, care or don't care? Me too. That's a thumbs up for me. I I care about that match, and uh, I hope that it's good, and they do some creative stuff there. Absolutely. I I definitely, I mean, both of those competitors can really do amazing stuff inside of that ring. They yeah. definitely can. Uh, the hair whip that Bianca has got going on there, I, 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 I love it. I love it. Using what is built on you to your advantage, I say that the hair and that the whipping with the hair is just the same as if Earthquake were to jump on your chest. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. Bubba Duke, he says he he cares about this matchup as well. We have just a singles matchup coming up next year. We have Edge versus Seth Rollins. Mighty Joe, I'll let you go first on this one. Tell me, do you care about this or do you don't care? It's one that I'm kind of on the fence of because I know like on paper it looks like a great matchup and, and I know that it, it will be good. And I, I just hope that it, it either kind of concludes things or it, it's moving things forward. And, and, and that's really all, all I want. Uh, I'm a fan of both guys, and I, I just hope that, that they pull out a, a, a good match. That's, that's all, I, all I want. That's all I want from any of these matches. Just be good, be solid, and um, you know, move things forward or bring things to a conclusion. Bubba Duke giving a hardcore answer here. Don't care Ouch. at all. Ouch. I actually do care about this a little bit. Just knowing what we have seen from Edge and Randy Orton, now coming Edge and Seth Rollins, I personally kind of put Seth Rollins in that same almost echelon as Randy Orton. Mm -hmm. So I think it's going to be a fantastic matchup, and I know what Edge can do. I've watched Edge for years so i totally get it and understand what he can do next matchup here that we've got i will i will save that one i'll go to the next one another just singles match going on here we've got drew mcintyre taking on jinder mahal who will have veer and shanky at ringside with him just a singles matchup care or don't care joe I'm on the fence on this one too. Uh, I think it's the the matchup is is good. That both guys are fantastic. Jinder Mahal, Drew McIntyre, fantastic. But without really anything at stake here or on the line, it it makes it a tough sell. Um, with actually some kind of not necessarily stipulation I'm looking for, but if there were actual stakes on the match, then I would definitely sure. uh, care. But uh, not I don't care. Not really care. That, that one I'm really solidly on the fence 
but just hope that it's a good match and that maybe it can lead to something that we're, you know, actually then something could be on the line or at stake. I love both of these workers, but I just don't freaking care. There you go. I really don't. I They haven't built it enough for me to care, so I don't care at all. Bubba Duke coming in with his answer here. Can't wait wow. for this match. Super care. Super care. I do know that Bubba Duke is a fan of Drew McIntyre, so that's probably where that no. super care is coming from. Absolutely no. fantastic. Lastly, not Lashley, not not the Bobby, not no. no. Lastly, on the card that we are aware of right now, we have got a singles match once again for the WWE United States Championship. We have got Okay, I care about this. I'm going to say it right now. I care about this. This is going to be a freaking banger of a matchup. Yeah. We have got Sheamus taking on Damian Priest. Yep. My answer's been given. Mighty Joe, give me yours. I care about this one as well. There is something at stake here. There's something on the line. I'm a big fan of both guys. This is the opportunity, Carl, everybody listening, to finally put Damien Priest over, and you put him over strong because yeah. they have stumbled with him uh, of making him look like a fool, making him look like an idiot. Uh, he should. He's somebody that should never be put in that position. You latch on to Damian Priest and you put him over to the moon and you launch to that rocket ship and you take him as high as you can go. Bubba Duke saying that he super cares about this matchup. Yes, it is about time that something goes in Damian Priest's favor. I look at it like this. Why does Omos have a cha tag team <laughs> champion? Why does Omos have a championship and Damian Priest hasn't yet? Yeah. Unfreaking believable don't like that at all. There you go, everybody. Thank you, Bubba Duke, for chiming in there with us. We absolutely love when you guys are interacting with us and you guys give us answers to whatever we are talking about. It is super fantastic. Can't thank you guys enough. And if you are watching this after, if you're watching the replay or listening to it on Podbean, please leave your comments as well. Find the video Find the show on Facebook and leave your comments in there. We, we love seeing them. We love interacting with them. So please go ahead, do it. Because we want to know your opinions. Do you care or you don't care about this Summer Slam card? Absolutely. Man, this is... Oh. Give me a second here, please. He needs a moment, mm. folks. needs a moment. That was a lot of talking going on there, <laughs> and I had to have a drink of our non-sponsored Dr. Pepper. Absolutely fantastic. We're going to do things a little bit differently this week. Normally, this is about the time that we would have a commercial break, but Mighty Joe, I I can see it. I can feel it. Even though you're, you're thousands of kilometers away from me, I can feel your itching to talk about this. So you know what we have to do right now, Joe? You know what feeling. we have to do? I think we have to talk about our match of the week. That's right, everybody. Mighty Joe left something off of the card from Resurgence to actually mm. talk about that. Mighty Joe, the floor is yours. Please tell us about this matchup mm -hmm. and your match of the week. For sure. Like I said, some usually my favorite matches are usually between two great competitors when there's something on the line. Professional wrestling matches are usually at their best when that's the case. Uh, this is an example of that not being the case, but me still really loving the match here. Uh, I left this off when we talked about Resurgence here, Carl, but my match of the week is coming from New Japan Pro Wrestling Resurgence from Los Angeles. We're talking about just a singles match between these two guys, Tomohiro Ishii and Moose. Um... If you have the opportunity to watch this match, do yourself a favor and do so. Um, it's the type of matchup that I love. Just two guys just leaving it all in that ring, man. It wasn't too long of a match. It wasn't short. Right around the 16-minute uh, mark. Uh, this even has 
this is a contender for uh, Termoco Rewind at some point in our future here. Is that good? Wow. Uh, just uh, go and check it out. I mean, uh, both guys are fantastic by themselves, but thrown together, this is actually only the second time these two gentlemen have met each other. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling versus Impact Wrestling, man. That's what this match was. And both guys just killing it in this match. Just absolutely fantastic. Like I said, just go and watch it. Um, I, I can't, uh, you know, praise it to... Uh, 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 I can't praise it anymore. It's just it, it, it's 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 just it's just a damn good no BS wrestling match. You just need to go watch it, people. From all of the other professional wrestling that I have watched during this past week, whether it was stuff from our friends with Canadian Wrestling's Elite to our friends at Ignite Wrestling, it has all come down to this matchup here: Kenny Omega versus Andrade from Triple Mania. Good choice. Like, oh my goodness, this this was just from, from start to finish, absolutely fantastic. Kenny Omega having Conan ringside with him, yeah. Andrade having Ric Flair ringside with him, even the super quick, small, little inclusion of Ric Flair and Conan inside that ring yeah. was absolutely fantastic. It, it, it helped build and finish that matchup and i wasn't pissed off that the referee wasn't getting these people out i understand the referee was knocked out Mm -hmm. knocked out kayfabe right i understand that but still they allowed just a small little snippet to happen and to see that double figure four it was cool man it was freaking cool Now, to go through and see how the match finished, classic Kenny Omega style happening here with the inclusion of the AAA championship belt as well as the one-winged angel onto that championship belt. Wow. Just absolutely fantastic. Now, I do have an honorable mention this week here, Carl, that I want to make note of as well. And it happened on the debut episode of AEW Rampage. Um, Hold on one moment. Because I think we may have had a double. We got our our friend Bubba Duke. Yeah. Take a look at the comments there. Mm, Yeah. Is that that the same? Yes, sir, it is. Okay. Um, You talk about it, and I'll put it up here. Yeah. I have to make mention of it. Um, I, I do feel that maybe it should have ended the show instead of leading it off, but that is uh, subjective and up for debate. Um, Kenny Omega versus Christian Cage for not only the Impact and the TNA Championship, but just a great back-and-forth match with those guys. Uh, Christian Cage actually beating Kenny for the Impact and TNA Championship, so interesting to see um, that going forward. And... This will actually tie into our showstopper segment uh, for this uh, week's episode as well. I'm going to give my thoughts on that. But uh, I thought in itself a great match and cool to see Christian uh, holding those titles. Um, yeah, just a, a great matchup and ended in, in a kind of classic way too. And, you know, we had Mr. Don Callis involved, uh, Shannon's at ringside. It, just, it, uh, it was yeah. a good, solid match and uh, started off that Rampage show with a banger. Definitely it did. And and again, okay, so we've had my opinion, we've had Mighty Joe's opinion, and then we even had Bubba Duke's opinion, yep. and they were all different for the best match that of uh, yep. personally for the week. That is how amazing it is for professional wrestling right now because yep. years ago, it would have been everybody's pick was the same matchup from the same show because there was hardly any shows and any matchups happening. But we have so much now that it is absolutely fantastic. You know what else is fantastic? Our friends over at Collar and Elbow, they are absolutely fantastic. Those guys are killing it each and every day with their merchandise that they have. And something that I love about this brand as well is that they help those families of fallen professional wrestlers. It is absolutely fantastic. Let's take a little bit of a commercial break here and listen in to our good friend, Al Snow, talk about Collar and Elbow Brand. Wrestling, a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand 
the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and Elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. dictionary defines hero as a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Being a hero in life is far more than words printed on a page. It takes an unwavering code, a compass that points true north always. And in times like these, it takes sacrifice. Hero shouldn't be a word defined by a dictionary. It's a word that should be defined by the best of us. Hero has a new definition. Hi, my name is Barry Radcliffe. You might recognize me from such films as The Longest Ride or Dead 2. Now, as a successful actor, I have two planes, a supermodel wife, countless exotic cars, and a ton of cash. You might think, couldn't get any better than this, but you'd be wrong for only $4.99. You could get OVWWrestlingNetwork.com. That's OVWWrestlingNetwork.com for only $4.99. Now, will your life be as good as this? No! Will it be better? Yes, and I guarantee that. That's not valid anywhere. OVWWrestlingNetwork.com is only $4.99. Tomorrow's yesterday is today. Price is so low, they're insane. OVWWrestlingNetwork.com. It's only $4.99 a month. In between excitement, me too. OVWWrestlingNetwork.com is only $4.99 a month. You get that incredible value. She cost me $17 million and I loved it. Want a real value? OVWWrestlingNetwork.com. It's only $4.99. That's a price so low. Well, it's insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Welcome back, my friends and fans, to Turn Buckle Talk with myself, Carl Carafel, and the curator of topics, Mighty Joe. Yes, Mighty Joe. It's it's written right there properly. Thank you for getting that right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic stuff there from Collar and Elbow. <laughs> um, if you guys have not checked out Collar and Elbow Brand, please go over to collarandelbowbrand.com. You can see in the ticker down below. Check out what they've got there. And no matter if you put anything from brand new merchandise to clearance merchandise to signature series merchandise no matter what it is please go find something and if you like it buy it but when you do at the end you're going to use our promo code jk podcast and get yourself 10 percent off your entire purchase very special deal for our friends and our fans, and I absolutely love it. Now, what did I just see <laughs> coming from Chris Parrish? Chris, it's good to see you. Love you, man. Thank you for stopping by. I hope you're talking about the wonderful OVW commercial for the OVWnetwork.com, where you can subscribe for only $4.99 a month, and you can see everything OVW wrestling. That is by far one of the best. It's actually two commercials that we play back-to-back, -back. two of the best commercials that I have ever witnessed in my life. Gets me pumped up. <laughs> Every single time I see it, I absolutely love it. Mighty Joe, you got anything to add into that? Uh, you said it all very well. And um, okay. I have really nothing to add because I, I think that uh, I would be taking away from things uh, if I say anything more because I think you worded it just perfectly. Thank you very much for that. Let's move on to some... Breaking news. Mighty Joe, with all of the professional wrestling that has been happening over this last week, there's got to be something for some breaking news. And I've got a little piece that I want to talk about here. And I'm sure, do you, I hope you have something as well. You're nodding your head yes, so that means yes. Hopefully it's not the same is, thing. 
<laughs> Hopefully not. Um, mine's going to be talking a little bit about Ric Flair. Okay. So Ric Flair uh, apparently attacked Kenny Omega with Andrade at AAA, uh, yeah. Triple Mania. Um, coming out of that, Kenny Omega then cuts a promo and says, Andrade, you have now made things personal and I wish I would have V-triggered Ric Flair Oof. in the face. Oof. So that is now telling me that this is not a feud that is going to end, that we are going to continue to see Andrade and Kenny Omega in some matchups, whether it's down in AAA, whether it is in AEW, I don't care where it's happening. I, do, I honestly just want to see more. And this is definitely telling me that they are setting stuff up for more. Fantastic. Yeah. Mighty Joe, what do you have? Mine is coming from the WWE, uh, specifically with a matchup set up to happen at SummerSlam. We're talking about Sasha and uh, Bianca Belair. Um, there is some speculation here, Carl, that uh, this matchup will not happen at SummerSlam because they were typically, well, not recently because of uh, of. of COVID, just saying it, um, yep. live events uh, happen all the time and typically leading up to a big show like this, uh, they do what uh, is, I guess, maybe an inside term referred to as a dry run match, where essentially we have the match set to happen in front of a live audience at these live events to kind of just gauge the reaction from the audience and just make sure that, you know, the two have some chemistry uh, together and whatnot. Um, that didn't happen uh, leading up to this. And um, due to what they are just purely referring to as unforeseen circumstances, nothing specific, uh, just that both of them apparently were not uh, able to compete at a live event in uh, Columbia, South Carolina uh, before SummerSlam here. So um, what exactly is going on with either or or both of these uh, girls leading up to the show? I have absolutely no idea, uh, but it looks like this match might be kind of up in the air. So uh, I'll be curious to see what happens because it's actually one of the matches I'm looking forward to. So hopefully um, it actually happens because that's a big one um, taken out of there if that's the case. So sucks. It definitely does. A uh, quick little thing to mention, if you did not see uh, AEW Dynamite last week, you don't know this, and we'll let you know that Chris Jericho, yes, made it through the fourth installment yep. of MJF's uh, uh, wishes and, and, and things that have been going on here. And we are now live on Wednesday on TNT going to finally get MJF versus Chris Jericho. Now, the stipulations for this matchup seem a little odd to me, <laughs> but so Jericho is going to come out to absolutely no music which he's going to be coming out to music because the crowd is just going to sing his theme song, yeah. damn Teed. As well, there will be no use of the Judas effect. Yeah. This is something that could be very pivotal in that matchup, but we all know Chris Jericho has a thousand and one holds. He even had an entire list that he read out on WCW at one time. So, yeah. yeah. I'm not too, too worried about that. But yeah, I mean, that's that's something that's actually pretty cool. I'm uh, I'm finally happy to see that this is coming to fruition. I'm cool with it. You have anything else for breaking news this week? Um, not necessarily that I can see. I'm just kind of combing through uh, the, the sources that I usually uh, look at here and uh, not seeing too much uh, else that uh, I think is worth mentioning. Like I said, uh, that Sasha Banks and... Um, uh, Bianca Belair thing was the one I definitely wanted to make mention of. And, uh, you know, like I said, hopefully that um, they can actually make that match happen because it is one of the few that uh, I'm actually interested in. Perfect. With that being said, things are a little bit out of order here this week, but screw it. We're doing it anyways. It's now time. For our show stopper segment wow 
I do have to correct myself here. Actually, no, Mr. Chris Parrish has corrected me here. It is actually now 1,002 olds after he added the code breaker after that list. I stand corrected. (laughs) Thank you, good sir. I appreciate that. So we've seen a lot of matches happening lately that have been... Not specifically AEW, not specifically New Japan, not specifically AAA, not specifically NWA. We've been seeing a lot of mixture between the companies going into matchups and collaborations and workings togethers. And oh my God, that forbidden door was opened. Wide open. (laughs) Wide wide open and the traffic has been traveling through it nice and smoothly which is fantastic but we come to a question here for our showstopper segment that has been on a lot of people's minds and i'm glad that the curator decided to use this this week here the forbidden door being open is it good or is it bad for all of these wrestling promotions Mighty Joe, give me your thoughts on this. Do you feel that it is a good thing, or is this going to be a bad thing? Yes to both, uh, and I'll explain myself here. I think it's good and bad. Um, so, like I said specifically uh, my earlier, New Japan progressing resurgence. I mean, we had people from New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact, All Elite, Major League Wrestling, and New Japan, and that you know, great to see. And I, I love seeing uh, dream matchups and people crossing paths that you wouldn't normally see, and all that kind of stuff. I think that, that kind of stuff is great. But at the same time, as a wrestling promotion, collaboration is great. Like even like outside of pro wrestling, like whether you're a podcast, whether you're you're uh, a business of any kind, co-promotion and stuff like that is great. But yes. at the same time, too, you do still need to concentrate on your product and, and get the other for people to wear that. Otherwise, the other person may get more attention than, than you do. And I think we're seeing a little bit of that here. So I think specifically the, the partnership with AEW and Impact. Um, okay. It's great that all of these Impact wrestlers are getting exposure on AEW. It's fantastic. But is Impact actually benefiting from this? Like, are, are people actually going over to the Impact prod because they've seen Impact talent on AEW? And that, that's, a, that's a tough question because I think that you can make kind of make the argument that I think for, for seeing them enough on AEW, why do I need to go elsewhere to watch them? I think we're having that little bit of effect, right? Um, th- okay. It's a great benefit for AEW, but I just fear that long-term that maybe this isn't a great deal for impact wrestling. I know I'm just kind of focusing in on those two, but I mean, that's the big partnership that's kind of happening. Did you feel the same way or am I maybe not seeing this right? From the feedback that I have received from a number of different friends who really have only been conglomerate watchers. Mm -hmm. um, And then when AEW came in, they started watching a little bit of AEW because it was something different on national television. But now seeing that all these other workers and championships being shown on all these different companies has actually made them go and watch and want to see what those other promotions have to offer. Which is, for me, absolutely fantastic because now I have more people that I can talk professional wrestling with which is fantastic and even more fantastic for those promotions as well who are getting the view rates because of these partnerships that have been happening. Yes, I know the NWA, unfortunately, it's a little harder to be able to see the actual power show unless you're paying for it, but they do extra power. Mm -hmm. and put it out on YouTube for free. So they still have content that's out there, and even those watch views have slightly gone up over the last several weeks, which is mind-blowing. But Mm -hmm. you're right. Companies coming together to work together over the same product has been absolutely, for me anyways, and for my friends that have talked to me about it, has been absolutely amazing and has really brought togetherness 
and is really starting to, I've said it before, I'll say it again, it is starting to make wrestling great again. Mm-hmm. Wow. But my, my concern is that we have a little bit of the, the Ring of Honor New Japan type of thing happen where one or both sides starts to feel like one is benefiting more than the other. It needs to be kind of more of, like, I want to see, like I said, great that the Impact Wrestling Stars are getting the showcase on AEW, but at some point, you know, AEW's got to reciprocate and be like, okay, you know, we're going to have somebody go and uh, defend the TNT title over on an Impact show, like a Darby Allen versus, say, like a um, whoever, one of their smaller guys more like cruiserweight style guys over in impact like that kind of stuff needs to kind of happen so it's it's an equal thing so that over time some dissension doesn't start to occur right because like i said partnership and stuff is great but if it's not an equal back and forth eventually somebody's going to feel slighted i mean that, that's just an eventuality right we saw that with the ring of honor new japan situation that's been repaired a little bit over time thankfully because you know we end up with the war of the worlds tour which i got to go see in toronto it's absolutely fantastic but we just we got to be careful i guess cross promotion is a fantastic thing across the board like even doing what we do that stuff is great but it needs to be something that's a two-way street that that's the the main point that i want to get across Awesome. So for everyone here at Turnbuckle Talk, we've got some exciting things coming down the pipe, and it's going to be absolutely fantastic, not only for you, but for us as well. I am super excited for things that are happening here. This week, we're going to leave on something a little bit different. Um, We're going to watch just a little bit of a video clip with some of the most amazing female talents in the professional wrestling business. And they're going to be talking about what wrestling means to them. So for Mighty Joe and myself, thank you so much once again for tuning in to today's episode of Turnbuckle Talk. You all are amazing and enjoy. Wrestling. Wrestling. What does wrestling mean to me? It's something I always wanted. Always. What wrestling means to me is an escape. What does professional wrestling mean to me? It means life. All my life, I've been hit a pit. I've been struggling with my voice and my hearing. Wrestling means so much to me because when I'm in the ring, I'm not that girl who can't hear. I'm not that girl who speaks a little differently. You know, I guess what wrestling really means to me is freedom. Growing up, I always wanted to be more like the other girls, a bit smaller, a bit more petite. I didn't feel like I fitted in until I found pro wrestling, and then suddenly there was somewhere that I did fit in. What does pro wrestling mean to me? It means family. Professional wrestling to me means strength, not just physical strength, but emotional and mental strength. Having the strength to go out there and show the world who you are. In the real world, you know, I have to hide. I have to fake. I have to put on a mask. But in wrestling, I can be strong or I can be weak. Wrestling to me means life. It's my life. It's everything I know. It's everything I do. I wake up and go to sleep and I breathe wrestling. I am wrestling. Believe. constant in my life. Everything I do revolves around it. My diet, my training, in the gym, in the ring, whatever have you. Wrestling means to me is that it's something that you can express yourself with without any judgment. For me, I want women's wrestling to not be women's wrestling. I want it to be wrestling. It's shown me strength, 
courage and power and to be completely untouchable. Plain and simple, what professional wrestling means to me is, is everything. I wouldn't give up what I do on a nightly basis for anything else in this world. Wrestling is freedom, and I am born free. Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. And there you have it. Some amazing things there from some great female professional wrestlers about what wrestling means to them. And yes, I fully agree near the end of that clip. I don't want it to be men's wrestling. I don't want it to be women's wrestling. I want it just to be known as wrestling because, yeah, we love professional wrestling. 100%. Absolutely fantastic. I'm glad that we had a little bit of extra time this week to be able to show that to all of you because it is absolutely one of my favorite pieces that we have to play on this show. Mighty Joe, please tell us what we have coming up over on our other show, Turnbuckle Rewind, coming up this week. This is one here, Carl, that that seems to be getting people really interested. I know that I've dropped it a few times on some of the other uh, shows that I've been on. Uh, we're going back to 2005's Unbreakable show for Impact Wrestling uh, for the X Division Championship. AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe versus Christopher Daniels. Um, when you combine these three gentlemen to a match, um, it is not going to disappoint. And this is going to be a pleasure to talk about this. It's going to be a pleasure to, to watch the match that I haven't watched in literally years. And I think all of our viewers and listeners are really going to enjoy this one because I've already been told so that people are looking forward to this one. So <laughs> you guys are in for a treat. That is right. Coming up this Wednesday, you can find that as well as a plethora of other professional wrestling content over with our friends at Love Wrestling at lovewrestling.ca. Quickly, we tell you once again about our sponsors, collarandelbowbrand.com. You've heard a lot from Collar and Elbow Brand today on this show. Please go and take a look and support them. Every little piece of merchandise that you buy when using our promo code helps support this podcast as well. So you're getting great merchandise and supporting this podcast. It's a win-win for everyone. As well, our friends over at Phoenix at fnxfit.com, where if you're looking for uh, health supplements for working out and even some really cool workout gear go and check out fnxfit.com and you can use our promo code tbtalkpod over there and you're going to get yourself 15% off your entire purchase we are found on facebook instagram and twitter by searching at tbtalkpod make sure you go and follow those for all the content that that we put out uh, sometimes we're a little laxed with it, but we have both have some kayfabe jobs that we got to do. So we try to put out as much as we possibly can when we can. And speaking of other content, just wanted to get one more plug before we head over today here, Carl, mm-hmm. uh, because of course we are as well part of the Hitting the Marks podcast network where this past week I actually got to sit down on Destino with Mr. Michael Jargo and Mr. Billy Ray Valentine to break down the Wrestle Grand Slam from the Tokyo Dome. Uh, That was a lot of fun and now it's going to be coming out soon. I know Jargo is uh, like us very, very busy uh, with a real life so he is going to get that up and as soon as it is available I'll be sharing it out because it was an absolute treat to sit down with those two gentlemen to talk about a really, really good show that happened at New Japan. And where can we find that? It'll be at the hittingthemarks.com as soon as it's up. Like I said, as soon as it, it, Jargo puts it out there, I will share it out for everybody. Sounds good. Mighty Joe, anything else for our wonderful, wonderful, amazing fans and supporters today? Just thanks for everybody for tuning in. And again, like 232 episodes of Turnbuckle Talk. Dude, it's a pleasure to sit down with you every single week to talk about professional wrestling. And again, it's a great time to be a fan. Uh, There's a lot kind of going on and just reminds us more and more why we do this because, well, we love wrestling. 
We definitely do. Thank you so much to everybody once again for tuning in. This has been absolutely fantastic. Uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you so much. Until next time, I am Carl Carafel. That over there is Mighty Joe, and thanks for watching. that are going to be the beat. As you can tell in the background, we are out celebrating. That is what we do here at HittingTheMarks.com. And I invite everyone to continue to tune in to Turnbuckle Talk, but check out all of our other shows. We have content, especially lit up by the flagship show. You can find that all at HittingTheMarks.com. Run.